Hey everybody, welcome to Public Access America's Just the Tip. My Just the Tip is uh, you need to pay attention more to what your kids are doing online. Facebook has this dirty little pervy uncle called Instagram. And if your child's under 13, they're not supposed to be on there. And I just want to say there is some very disturbing stuff on Instagram involving very small children and you need to monitor that you need to you need to know what your kid is dressing like when they're doing these little dances and videos you need to pay more attention to your kids because there's a lot of gross people out there you know here, it's just, I just gross the, to me it's i don't trust instagram the, and facebook to begin with and to to let my child just alone with them disturbs uh just the tip parents stop giving your kids access to things just to get them to shut up. It is time now for something positive. We might be headed to the promised land of speaking the truth and finding our external liberty once we internally liberate ourselves. Problem can only be solved when there is a kind of coalition of conscience, of conscience, because conscience. that is how it works. This is the beginning, it is not the finale, and that's why we're here, and that's why we rally, 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 rally. We've got to be that creative minority, creative minority, creative minority. Find a way to get in the way. I got in trouble, it was good trouble, it was necessary trouble. Frankly, I know we've got to do something. that so i <laughs> not that we're on any subject i i cleaned up my band page and then i put four new tracks out and i don't promote them or anything but i got a somebody commented on my um megadeth cover the best and i was like i don't know how sarcastic that is but then somebody reposted my version of pantera's walk and i was like that's cool <laughs> I got six nice. listens and a repost and it's like, it's a basic beat because I'm not a musician, but I'm trying to get my sound and style together. So if somebody did want to collaborate and actually put music to those lyrics that I put up, they could do that. And I like that. Maybe I'll be a band and I'll start making money off of iTunes in some way. There you go. I love Just I love sit there music. and just sit there and record music. Yeah. I'm, I'm really bad at it. I mean, I don't know. I think I'm bad at it, but other people have said they enjoy the music and I like that. So it's just, for me, it's more of a therapy. And I like that it, to me, cause I'm blind songs are more of a picture of the past than pictures are to me. Mm -hmm. So the Venn diagram of things that you and I believe in Jeffrey, I know you, all right, well, we got, I know you hate me for this. Well, no, I know you don't hate me for it, but you're getting tired of it. But the thing is, title title 42 i've talked about mm -hmm. immigration i've talked about mm -hmm. and i've talked about it so much because there's this theory there's a fire hose theory and a raincoat theory people will spray bullshit on you before you know the truth or you get a raincoat on them by spewing the truth on them right and mm -hmm. immigration and title 42 is what is going the Republicans are tying every problem to. And that's why I wanted to talk about that. And your thing is food insecurity. You hate it. Mm -hmm. Like it triggers you. Mm -hmm. You go black. Mm -hmm. You want to feed the world. And so Greg Abbott stopping trucks that have already been examined by Border Patrol a mile up the road, testing their tires and creating a 36 hour long delay, making food rot crossing our border increases costs and it's something so big and it affects America. It affects the globe and it affects Texas. You know what I mean? Do you, do you know about this? Have you heard about this? I do. Truckers are really getting upset and you know, better O'Rourke is getting angry. <laughs> mm -hmm. All right. So what, what's your view on this? I mean, does it make sense? So what he's saying, I'm sorry, I'll, I'll let you speak. He's saying that he's doing this because Joe Biden ended title 42, but title 42, it doesn't end until the end of next month, you know, and it's an illegitimate, I've already told you an illegitimate way of keeping people out and stopping trucks for tire pressure. 
doesn't make sense. How are you stopping immigration? You know, it's weird to me. And Craig Abbott, what the fuck? Oh, you know, this is another one of those issues where the conservative party is like, we're the party of law and order. And we're also the party of, you know, less government, but we're also the party of, we're going to get the fucking government involved in every little fucking thing because, yeah. you know, we, we've got our priorities that we're going to do, you know, oh God, this is why I hate the conservative party <laughs> right now. So <clears throat> the real reason, and I'm interested to see if anybody will, will do this is that, Greg Abbott is tired of of undocumented people coming across the border in Texas. Seven thousand a day. That's that's the real answer. Crying. And and so rather than deal with it in any other number of different ways, he decided to take it out on truck drivers, which typically are the people who vote conservative. Right. I and I'm sorry. So are so are ranchers. So are farmers, and uh, all so, those two those two rely on the day labor crossing <clears> the border. <throat> you know, like you can't harvest soybeans in Texas unless you have day workers. So basically, what happened was Greg Abbott instituted these checks uh -huh. simply so that way he could push these different states in mexico in order uh, to get them to stem immigration crossings into texas now this is where i think it gets really 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 interesting um basically you have the united states you know you have ice you have uh, border uh border patrol that's supposed to be doing this stuff as it is and they really do a lot. Like there's, there's no question about that. Um, they actually are, they, they really do a lot uh, on this realm. To me, this was political theater and a stunt. And the reason I say that is, is that, well, not only did they not catch anybody, they wrote a bunch of tickets uh, on vehicles that are, you know, for which, which is really funny. Like, I want you to consider this, this, during all of these stops, Texas wrote some 12,000 tickets, but said that they would no longer do that now that they've reached agreements with three of the four Mexican states, which means this is one of those things that I hate. Um, they gave the order essentially that they were going to have zero tolerance policies on things that were already law. Okay. And so basically what they've been doing is up till this point, strategically ignoring their own laws until they decided they wanted to get something accomplished. And so they revoked that um, officer discretion and forced them to write all of these different tickets ah. during that time. So this is where like, this is bullshit uh -huh. and I'm going to call it out as bullshit because you were fine with this before. And then you weren't fine with it because you wanted to get this, you know, the stem of people coming across the border stopped. Right. And now that you've done that, supposedly, you're supposedly going to be fine with this again. And that's where this doesn't make any sense. If you're going to have these laws and regulations, you have to enforce them, period, end of story. Right. Or what this means was they discriminated against the people that were coming through with these trucks and what uh, and and would do what I would you know look at as essentially malicious prosecution uh -huh. because they had a different goal that they want now this will be an interesting I'm 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 curious to see if there are any truckers unions that will go out and um go after the Texas government for this in, in federal court, because I do believe that for not just for losses, but I would argue for discriminatory practice. So it would be really interesting to me to see if, if there is a case there because you can't sit down and say, this was fine. Suddenly it's not fine. Now it'll be fine again. Right. 
Uh, like, look, if, if you know, the, the expectation is, is that if somebody breaks the law and you get caught breaking the law, then you're going to pay a fine. But the idea that you're going to turn on and off the enforcement right. of this law, why the fuck is it a law then? What, what's the point of this? That's how Republicans and, and see the, laws as lovers to turn on and off. Like, oh, mm-hmm. uh oh, we're going to entrap a bunch of white people. Turn it off. Oh, a black person. Turn it on. Here's an immigrant. Turn it on. <clears throat> so my issue is that not only does it increase food insecurity and inflation here, but right now there's this little thing like the Ukraine Russian war going on. That's, that's actually starving people in much, much poorer countries. And mm-hmm. if there's a, there's if a lack of food globally and the U S has any ability to help with that. It's hindered by Greg Abbott's stupid fucking enforcement that has nothing to do with it. People are starving all over the world and we can attribute that to two men. And one of them is Greg Abbott. Mm-hmm. That was a, uh, that was a really fucking dumb move. And, what and I think all? that <clears throat> I think it was really, but he got what stupid. he wanted and he might get reelected because of it. Well, that's the problem of, you know, I think that's that's one of the things that yeah. people who are blind supporters of these parties, they're willing to overlook that. My guy's in office. He wouldn't do that to me. He wouldn't. He did. He did. Suffer from my politics. That's the Republican agenda. And that's and that's exactly what's going to happen is, is Texans are going to suffer higher produce prices mm-hmm. because of those politics. So are we. Texans, $5 avocados, bro. Three dollar mm. carrots. This is crazy. That's crazy. You know, and that's not even to mention the car parts that are coming across the border. You know? At least those don't go bad. I mean, we've been fighting inflation on ve- new vehicles for for years for years now, and we finally got the supply chain back going. We're going to start creating chips here. We're getting everything. The supply chain shortened, and there's Greg Abbott eh, sticking his thumb in the dike. You know, it's like fuck you, Greg. It's one guy, thing. Like, it's one and, thing to affect Texans, but you're affecting Americans too. You know. Well, and but but this is the thing, though, is it's like it is rules for thee, but not for me. Uh-huh. If you think that Greg Abbott is going to suffer any of his own politics, you're fucking dumb. <laughs> There's no, he is not going to experience any sort of problems because of the decisions he makes. And I want everybody that listens to this to think about that. Right. The, the politicians that make these decisions, it doesn't matter if they're Republicans or Democrats, liberals or conservatives. Right, right, right. The decisions that they make, they don't have to suffer through. Period. End of story. Right. Good point. I just want to say and, on that same point, Greg Abbott is going to be going from public housing and a government income to disability where he's in public housing and a government income. He is the version of of the elite welfare state that looks down on people on actual welfare. So to me, it was a bold move. I think it was a real fucking dumb move. And I will be curious to see if any of the trucking companies, associations, unions go after him in federal court for this decision, because it bas- it, it really was malicious, malicious prosecution. It was, I would call, I would even argue it was unreasonable search and seizure because, well, they weren't, I would, they, I would, weren't I would, they weren't allowed to go into the trucks in any way. They were there to do the engine maintenance and tire pressures. Well, and even still, it's like, I would still consider it unreasonable search and seizure. Okay. Simply because illegal, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't that these vehicles had any you know sure there might have been some mechanical issues but what they've essentially shown is is that these mechanical issues were only a problem Mm -hmm. because the governor wanted to stem the flow of undocumented and after this he doesn't give a shit again well until he does i would call it until he does i would call it i would call it unreasonable search and seizure now if it was something more legal mind than i am that's And here's the thing, like if it was like, hey, we're going to be stepping up and looking at the number of vehicles coming across our borders that are having problems uh-huh. because we have a number of vehicles that, you know, let's say keep getting abandoned, keep breaking down, keep clogging up our infrastructure because they're poorly maintained. Right. 
yeah, we'd all bitch and moan about it, but, but. you know, if it was continual enforcement and it, and it made people take care of their vehicles uh -huh. before entering the country, yeah, we'd bitch about it, but eventually, you know, we would get over it because, well, you know, if, if these trucks are breaking down and they're causing traffic jams and that's causing increased fuel usage and that's causing things to get from point A to point B slower, yeah, okay, that's a problem. Right. But that's not what the problem was. Mm -hmm. The problem was not related to the fucking vehicle. It was the problem was related to immigration. Hundred miles exactly. away. Exactly. Exactly. So I would call what was done unreasonable search and seizure. And by the way, they're just little brown people that want to harvest your fucking cabbage. Like they're not people. <clears throat> they wanted. They want jobs. Yeah. Like I suppose there's some criminals in every group. Uh, you know, the spectrum of criminality might happen, but. Fuck, you could pull together 100 white people and you'll probably yeah, get, yeah, yeah. you know, five with a rare criminal. Record. Right. But these are the people that are packing your chicken and plants for like $3 an hour because they're they're not legal. They come in, they work, they get a green card, you know, like whatever they do. Now, now it's been made illegal. So those same people that used to have a card to cross the border, come and work and then go back are illegal now. So they have to secretly cross. And they're just doing this so that you can eat food, you know, <laughs> like, like right now, this an was... immigrant died this week so that you could have your fucking cornflakes and you don't even know it you know this this was what we call a this is what we call a stupid move yeah. because i really do think that he violated federal it law really, by doing this it and really it draws attention I think, to it right well it, it really does um and it was, I mean, it, and it was huge. It was, it wasn't, this wasn't a little, you know, little hiccup that got, this was a fucking huge problem. A huge problem. And, and I would honestly be surprised if the DOJ are, isn't already investigating him for, for doing this. Good. Because this, like I said, I, I do believe that this would fall under unreasonable search and seizure because you weren't doing this before you're and you're doing it now after you got this, you just had this glitch in the matrix time period where you wanted something done that had nothing to do with the vehicles themselves. The two tier I system. think it, I think it is unreasonable search and seizure. Mm -hmm. I think if it was in a whole new policy that Texas had enacted to keep vehicles from breaking down right. and clogging Texas highways, yeah, you and I would bitch about it and call it stupid, but it's, you know, it's eh, the, the, it wouldn't be neither here nor there. The truth is, is if he had that issue, he could have just talked to the border, <clears throat> you know, border control, border, border the, I can't remember the agency that runs the border, but he could, he, border patrol. Yeah, he could talk to them and say, hey, by the way, when we have these trucks going through the border, is there any way you could check their tire pressures? You know, just make sure they're running they okay. And they do. They do. They, that's my problem is they do all of that. And then a mile down the road, there's a couple state troopers blocking the road saying, <clears throat> stop, I'm going to check your tires. They just checked them. You know, <laughs> like, and what is this about? Immigrants a hundred miles away crossing the border. Yep. You know, so, <clears throat> and, and here's where I would say that. And to make Biden it, look bad, by the way, which I don't. Which made Texas look bad bad because yeah. i mean if they had actually caught some illegal people entering the country it i would argue that it would be different they but, the, but greg abbott bust illegal immigrants to washington yep so <laughs> i honestly like this like i i honestly think that greg abbott really fucked himself over and i yeah. would honestly be surprised if he didn't end up um if he didn't end up the subject of, of a DOJ. Well, their, their attorney general is, you know, their um, mm -hmm. lieutenant governor is about to be Dan Patrick. And then you got better O'Rourke, who is two points behind in the polls, you know? So, and I, I'm going to tell you, like I emailed better O'Rourke and I got past the first defenses. Like they sent it to the, to the uh, media for scheduling, which, you know, better O'Rourke, that's a, that's a long ways out. Cause a lot of people want to talk to him. I don't, I'm, I'm going to say, I don't know whether I agree with Beto on a lot of things. I like that he has the stance he has, and I believe him. There isn't a lot of politicians I believe, and Beto is, for better or for worse. When he said, yeah, we want to take your guns, I understood that a bunch of his constituents just got shot to death, you know? But I, mm -hmm. I believe him that he wants to fix this abortion thing that he wants to fix this education thing. Jeffrey, like there, uh, let's see, Texas teachers 
they have to do 200 hours of training before they can keep their jobs. And they don't want to do it because they don't want to get paid. They're not getting paid to do this training. 200 hours of training. So we're looking at five weeks at 40 hours a week. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's full-time to, training. It's, in, it's to improve reading for kids age kindergarten through third grade. And so the object is to make the teachers. I don't understand. You're pushing teachers to the edges everywhere you can. Why are they attacking the education system? I don't understand. Because that. they think that the education system is where liberal indoctrination takes place. Ah, it, that, that's where that, liberal indoctrination happens on Pornhub. Get over it. It's not in our schools. <laughs> 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 Sorry. It's just the way like, it is. It's, it's, it's insane. And, and it's like, I grew up in a very conservative place in the world. Yeah. And like, I guarantee you that a lot of these places, like the books that they're reading, this shit is so fucking old that <clears throat> Like math hasn't functionally like, okay. So core math, whatever the fuck this common core stuff mm -hmm. is. <clears throat> it's insane. Yeah. But there's, they're censoring the math books now because there's the statistics that they're claiming are critical race theory indoctrination because they're stats. Uh, That's scary to me that they're doing this. And it makes me wonder why they want stupid voters why they want a stupid constituency the answer the answer well i mean think about it it's easy look at what's happening in russia if you're making when me you learn a, lies that doesn't mean i'm smart right no but it means that if all you can be exposed to are lies it's easier for you to tell a bunch of lies and have one of them be believable and the government go we're gonna go with that one that's right i mean that's the fire hose theory Donald mm -hmm. Trump lied 28,000 times in four years or misled or spoken on truth. That's my point. He did that because no truth could get in that shit storm. You know, like right now in Russia, people are putting facts about the Ukraine war on labels next to um, supermarket items. So if you go to scan an item, it'll say, the war in Ukraine has killed 20,000, you know what I mean? Or whatever, whatever mm -hmm. the stats are. And, a, and a, a lady just got arrested for that, for putting a label mm -hmm. on like right now in Poland, if you, if you go to a, who I can't remember, it's like a home Depot style. That's in Russia that hasn't pulled out yet. Like somebody hacked their website and in the descriptions of the items, it was this, this company supports the, you know, genocide like people are finding the smallest ways to get the truth out, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. And that's, and that's the thing is, is that, you know, all, everybody sits down and goes through Oh, you know, CRT is like the, one of the Republican boogeymen, right. like, like trans kids as one of the new Republican, but they're both only boogeymen. If people don't learn about them, like if they just take the Republicans word for it, if people go yeah. and research what the boogeyman is, that's my point on immigration. If you research it, Todd, you would realize that none of these things are the boogeymen you think they are. They're just a, a demon that a, a guy uses to control your your decisions. And and the and the crazy thing is 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 that you know because of the way that the narrative is spoken, it's like kids are choosing, you know, to become trans. And I'm sitting here going, man, my kids are fucking lazy, and I don't know anything any time that they're going to choose to play life on fucking hard mode. Right, and people forget about that. Being gay but, isn't but like it, a luxury in this world, you know? Being disabled isn't a luxury. People aren't claiming to be disabled so they can get some fucking windfall. People aren't black purposely, you know? They don't they don't pick these struggles. Right, and that's the difference, is, is that when you frame it all around choice, which because, you know, we're supposed to be America and the freedom of choice, uh -huh. but they cannot get over the concept idea that some things are not choice. Like yeah. the way that the way that somebody's brain functions is not choice and whether or not it's a mental illness or not, not, it's, okay. it's not, it's not, no, I just, you said it. Why would I, mean, I repeat it's that? on, it's, it's. <laughs> I mean, there, I mean, it's on the, it's on the DSM five gender dysphoria, but it's, you know, I would argue that it's not, it's, it's not a mental illness. 
because that would imply that there's something that you could do to make it better. And well, there kind of is and kind of isn't. There is. Because get a dick in your ass if you're gay. You'll love it. Well, You'll love it. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> being being gay is no longer on the DSM, but in terms Good. of being trans, on the other hand, you know what we consider mental illness. Think about it this way: the things that we consider mental illnesses, there are actually things you can do to the brain to fix it. Yeah, but so you got to so so think about that. If you have depression, there there's medication. There's right. there, you know, there's medications that you can do in order to fix it. Bipolar, there's medications. There, if if you have any number of different mental illnesses, there's medications that you can use to treat it. There is nothing that you can do to the brain to treat people who are trans. Well, you got to remember, for a long time, the only example of a trans person was Buffalo Bill. So it was associated. Not true. Not true. And this is something I just learned here this week. Interesting. Well, I mean, that, I wanted fact, to say that's fact, why we're like, going to go back. That's why I like, that's why years. I like I'm jazz because it gives a different. But go ahead. Uh, Dionysus. Dionysus. Tell me more. Uh, if I, let's see if I remember right. I, I want to say it's Dionysus. Uh, Dionysus. I think there was a lot of gender fluidity in the Greek and Roman times. You know what I mean? Let's see here. It was more about pleasure than it was an opulence than it was about a life decision. Dionysus. So the Greek god Dionysus. Oh. Love this is where this is where this gets really fun. And I'm gonna go with people don't understand. He so Dionysus is born um the god of wine, right? Okay. But what some people don't realize is, is that Dionysus was born a woman, but became a man. Okay. I'm trying to find the... Zeus was represented as both a man and a, and a goose? A, <laughs> a swan? Like, I don't know. Let's see here. So if I remember Still, right, I'm going to say that Buffalo Bill is way more memorable. Well, I mean, in terms of <laughs> in terms of our own, and that's my point here. is that we would we don't we, we need more portrayals of positivity than negativity. Let's see here, if people only saw handicapped people on the news killing people, then they would be scared to death of handicapped people. Yeah, so I would have to sit down and yeah. read this, but Dionysus was born a woman, became a man, is the Greek god of wine. And so here you've had this, I would argue, the story of somebody who was trans from long, long ago. But, but, but is it trans or is it just gender fluidity? A god is a god and it can be anything. Well, I mean, the way that the way that they the way that they talk about it is that it was born born a woman, but literally turns into a man. I I don't have a problem with that at all. So but again, it's attached it gets... to the god of wine, inebriation. Like there's still a stigma there, maybe. So it's it's one of those things. People will ignore stories in order ignore okay. history in order to create a narrative. Like, let's be real honest, Dionysus was around long before the Bible existed. Agreed. And so, you know, when you force, you know, religious texts upon people, which I would argue is also a form of indoctrination, uh -huh. um, you end up with a lot of things that you don't learn because they are, they are strategically selected out of. That's right. It's it's one of the reasons why I don't support book banning or book burning or any of the number of different things. It's like I don't give a shit if you have, you know, the constitution sitting in between, you know, the writings of Karl Marx and Adolf Hitler. Right. It's all you know, knowledge. Right? The, it's all knowledge because here's the thing is is that even when you read bad stuff, you develop critical thinking about what that shit actually means right. and how it's insane. 
you also know how to debate it going forward. And you are absolutely, absolutely. right. And I want to get this on the record. LGBTIA plus history is impossible to find. It's, a, it's really hard to document. You have a protest and that's it. You know what I mean? You have Harvey Milk and that's it. There's not a lot of like, I can't go back to the 1700s. And I know there, there was LGBTIA activity but it's just hard to document it it's gone into oh, like, like frivolous opulent lifestyle instead of well lgbti there was a lot of code switching that was used in a lot of these times so right. like for example the king of king ludwig of bavaria actually was i guess you know a raging homosexual who had the hugest crush on richard wagner uh the uh one of the great composers uh -huh. and apparently famously threw a fit because Richard Wagner did not return King Ludwig's feelings. Makes sense. So, I mean, even like, even within kingdoms, like you had noted cases of homosexuality. Like that's what I'm saying. Uh, Caligula, um, the, the English King, King Richard, they had open fluid lifestyles. If they saw a man that they liked, that was what they did that night. You know, if it was, there would be a party and it was just body on bodies of having fun and it's opulence. It's not gay. You know what I mean? So it, it's really interesting because that history has been suppressed in mm -hmm. a lot of ways. That history has been taken off the shelf and, in a lot of ways. And replaced with, and, you need to procreate. That's, and, that's and what replaced, it's for. Replaced with, you know, lessons from the bible which mm -hmm. somehow does not constitute doctrination despite the fact that we have separation of church and state now look i'm not saying that your kids need to bring home books on you know assigned reading on lgbtq stuff but i do think that those things need to be available mm -hmm. for kids to read not unlike the bible or the torah or the quran or um any number of other religious texts oh, yeah. out there the beta talk because India I, to, mm -hmm. um, to me having all of that information available mm -hmm. is what allows us to sit down and, and have fruitful discussions about any number of things. Yeah. Like for me, I struggled with the concept that, you know, a Buddhist who devoted, uh, devoted his life to peace and helping others and prayer, you know, for peace was going to go to hell because he didn't believe in Jesus Christ. And I was like, that doesn't make any sense. And I would argue that Jesus wouldn't say that you have to believe in me or you're going to go burn. Right. Jesus would have never said that. What the fuck? That's right. Like, that does not make any sense. That does not make any sense. If you, if you read the book at all. Yeah. We don't live by the, the morals of the Bible. We live of the word of it. And we look for words and, and we'll, we'll read them backwards or we'll read them like diagonally to get the, the answer we want from the Bible. That's what it's built for. If you don't believe and, and the Bible, we'll, read it backwards. You know what I mean? And and the literal interpretations of it versus how so figuratively good. a lot of this didn't make any sense. It's like, you know, Revelations. I mean, if you read Revelations and you read Roman history, you're like, oh, this is when Rome was burning. Mm -hmm. It it just it's it's a way to keep tell people to be nice and stop hurting each other. And it's also a way to tell people, hey. You know, if you're going to blow your load, make a baby because we need to fill our pews so that we can get money and donations so that we can tell people to, to make more people. You know what I mean? That's what the mm -hmm. that's what the Catholic religion was based on. Make more people. Don't don't you dare have homosexual sex. That doesn't make a person that won't go in our pew. We won't make money off that. So it wasn't based on, oh, it's an immoral thing. It was based on a financial decision by the church, you know? I mean, and realistically, like even up until the 800s, you know, women could be priests in the Catholic Church. And on top of that, in order to have your sins forgiven, you had to pay for it. Yeah, there's no they, there's no IOU for atonement. I put that on Twitter last week because there was a section. The Catholic Church started taking money for absolution and then a mm -hmm. certain the. I think the Pentecost, no, a certain section went, no, that's not right. And they split off. So they were Catholics mm -hmm. that didn't take money for absolution. And there was this big difference. And then it's, it all splits from the same shit. <laughs> I mean, right. It's the same story. Everybody says every story can go be traced back to Shakespeare. Every religion can be just 
it's it's a repetitive form of the same thing like the torah is the same thing as the the quran which is the same thing as the bible which is the same thing as um who the 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 golden fucking templates joseph smith and the mormons it's all the same shit it's all it's all meant to tell you not to do what you're supposed to do and do something else instead you know Mm -hmm. so sticking on texas do you know who uh crystal mason is crystal mason no i don't crystal mason is a black woman she got out of prison she went to the board of elections and said i want to fill out a provisional ballot they said you can't she said why not they said well because you're on parole she said i'm not on parole she went to her parole officer her parole officer said here here's a note that says you can vote she took it to the election board gave it to the election board the election board said well you can fill out a provisional ballot and she did that and her vote wasn't counted because she did not, in fact, have the right to vote, although everybody said she did. And now she's facing five years in prison because she cast a provisional vote based on the election board giving her the OK because her parole officer gave her the OK. I mean, she's not Mark Meadows in Virginia voting from a double wide trailer that she knows nothing about. Right. But right. there's this two okay yep i remember there's this two-tiered system and i want to take any chance i can to say that that's the real issue and that's what people are giving up on why would we hold mike lee accountable when we already know he's a criminal and you do too and you do nothing about it but you chase this lady for five years dude has been facing every wednesday an appeal that might send her to jail for five years every wednesday she wakes up and she might be going to prison but yet mark meadows who the fuck cares about him? The lady that owns the double Y doesn't even know who Mark Meadows is. You know what I mean? But he's okay. Yep. It's okay for him to do it. A guy in Pennsylvania resurrects his dead mom to vote for her. He gets six months probation, right? Like, <laughs> yep. And I, the weird thing is it's different states. So it's hard to calculate, you know, it's, it, Texas oh, yeah. is being rude, mean to a black lady, but Pennsylvania is being nice to a white man so how do you compare all this but there is the system this two-tiered system white people can get away with shit that black people can't and white rich people can get away with shit that poor white people can't get away with it's the staggered tier system that drives me crazy Mm -hmm. and politicians are like why are you disenfranchised because we see this and you don't think we see it but we see it you know right and that's the thing is like the fact that he the fact that she got a, a letter from her parole officer saying oh no you should be good to vote yeah that 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 right there shows number one you know that whatever this case is against her needs to be tossed out that's right you know somebody somebody from and this dude probably either if he's not fired probably needs to at least go on administrative leave (laughs) well here's the thing it was a provisional ballot she didn't vote but she's accused of voting illegally but it's a provisional ballot which means it doesn't count unless it is legal but it wasn't legal so it doesn't count but she got arrested (laughs) for voting illegal she never voted she tried it was never counted i mean she put it in the if i can will you put this in there form you know what i mean it wasn't like uh she tried shoving it through and coming back in sunglasses to vote again for his brother well, you know and and there's nothing and there's and there's nothing that you can do to to go through and 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 just ask the question of the judge hey am i allowed to vote right and get a ruling on that right but you know what it does do it scares the shit out of everyone else in that same scenario Every other brown person, black person, minority person in that state is like, we mm-hmm. could be the next Crystal Mason. And I think that's the point. Yep. That's sick. Absolutely. That's Which is really fucked up, especially when you're told by you know, the person that you're supposed to be checking in on this stuff with. Right. Yeah, it's fucked. So I don't know. That's just Texas. Welcome to Texas, everybody. <laughs> the rules are made up and the enforcement doesn't matter yeah. until it does. And then it won't again. So is Russia a terrorist state? At this point? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've known that for a while. You look at, you look at, uh, I, I, w- I will give you a few. Oh, I agree. They're using ISIS tactics. I'm just wondering. I wanted to get your so, opinion. So uh, I would say that, yes, they're a terrorist state. Here is my opinion on why I would argue that. Number one. Uh, the the Novichok poisonings that have been done to done around the world uh, to uh, opposition Alexei Navalny, but also to former uh, spy in Salisbury, England. That's I right. It was um, they put radioactive poison on a doorknob, dude? 
Yeah. So, I mean, that right there is just number one, like terrorist. And there was another guy right in a hotel room that left traces of radioactivity all over the place. Yep. Okay. Yep. So, so there's, there's that. You have uh, cyber hacking, cyber ransoms that are done by the Russian government. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, you have what essentially is, you know, military orders, but they refuse to fly their own fucking flag on their vehicles. Right. Like, bruh, come on. We know it's fucking you. Right. Not to mention bombing civilians, putting our um, automatic weapons in Toyota Tundras. You know, like they're, they learned a lot of shit in Syria that they're using here. And they learned that shit from ISIS. Oh, you know what I mean? Laying land. They put fucking landmines in, in right. uh, farmers' fields, and now that they're trying to do planting, there's a case where a Ukrainian farmer actually got blown up because he hit a fucking anti-tank mine. They're digging up bodies to burn them to hide evidence that they killed people. They're also booby-trapping bodies yeah. that are left behind. Yeah. So, yeah, I would agree that Russia is a state sponsor of terrorism. Right. Are you looking forward to um, the new Nordic NATO? Wow, now that's going to be fucking fun. 800 extra um, miles of NATO territory, <laughs> NATO border. I love once it. Again, I love it. Once again, I'm, I'm just going to say this. NATO was fucking floundering, uh-huh. especially under Donald Trump. Yeah. And Russia has done more to sell NATO yeah. than NATO could do to sell NATO. Yeah. And did you hear Trump said he's, you know, he actually rebuilt NATO from the ground up? So yeah, no, uh, not true. Number one, he did get again. people to but, invest more into NATO is what they should be doing, you know, and that, I think that that's much, what he's considering rebuilding or reforming. Well, I, and that was that was something that needed to happen. I would argue mm-hmm. is is that you know these countries needed to invest in their own because logistically speaking, if there was a problem that needed to be addressed, if we want, if we needed to get the kind of troops over there that we needed yeah. in order to address a problem. Europe has to defend themselves first. NATO has to defend themselves first mm-hmm. while we get more assets over there, while we get more supplies over there, right. while we get more technology over there. And NATO is kind of like that, you know, it's kind of like that preparedness. It's like, here's our forward operating stuff in case we need it. Right. While we go and get the rest of our shit. Right. So one of either NATO was a paper tiger or Putin was, you know, did you hear that he sent a let a cease and desist letter about us arming Ukraine? So this is, I find yeah. I, what I find interesting is he's threatening retaliation for this. And isn't that an article five situation? If he was, no. to, if he was to cyber attack us, isn't that an attack on one is an attack on all. Not that yes. we would, not that we would, bring our armies in but wouldn't all of nato offer a response to that um there's been a lot of discussion and i don't know that when nato was originally drawn up that cyber was necessarily considered a part of that treaty yeah i'm just curious there's been a lot of there's been a lot of discussion between um between different parties and i think it just kind of depends on what the goal is i think avoiding it it's been kind of, it's not i mean I, I when i say that i mean what russia's goal would be or any uh, other nation state's goal would be in doing a cyber attack against a nato member so like for example if the goal was to cyber attack poland so that way uh-huh. their defense systems were down right yes but if it was like to hold their central bank hostage it's eh, gotcha. a tough one okay like they like it's i i don't know that it's particularly clear um what would necessarily constitute uh, an article 5 trigger in the cyber realm and i think there's a lot of discussion going on about that does right it make, now does it make more sense for biden to declare that red line before putin does um, or does that just provoke I think uh, well I mean (laughs) joining NATO provokes Putin not joining NATO yeah yeah I took a shit earlier that provoked Putin you know what I mean at this point at this point it doesn't really matter Putin's off his fucking rocker well that's his and so that's the agenda of Russia is to be provoked is to act provoked you know what I mean about everything yeah 
Yeah, and that's and that's realistically all that's happening is is that mm. Putin's basically deciding what's going to piss him off today, right? And then you know the Russian army has to react to that. So Putin, uh, Putin had a hangnail and he threatened to retaliate with nukes. You know. Yeah, basically. <laughs> so, I mean, so that's the tough part about yeah. Article Five is is that. I think that there is more discussions and agreements that have to be held when it comes to cyberspace mm-hmm. and article five. Gotcha. But I, I think that's, that's one of those ones where I like when, whatever they decide, they're going to have to communicate that very clearly to the world mm-hmm. because that would also re- require a response in kind, which would mean that all of these different nations would then supposed to would supposedly have to be on the hook to supply cyber, um, Right uh, assets in order to deal with whatever attack um, happened on somebody's infrastructure. So that that makes things a little interesting and a little more difficult. It's not you know like a conventional battlefield where it's like yeah you know, exactly if you have a missile or a plane or a tank or an army cross a border, you know it's very much a oh you're you've decided to do something offensive. We're a defensive alliance. Now you're going to have to deal with us. Doesn't evil work in those gray areas though? Like China can shoot a a satellite and space and we're like well it wasn't ground war so we don't know what to do <laughs> I mean, it's not like we didn't shoot a satellite in space of course we do of course we do we we did too it's like like that's one of those things where the faux outrage is and it gets so fucking annoying oh, so like you know china shoots down a yeah china shoots down one of their satellites that's having problems and china is irresponsible and blah 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 meanwhile in 2009 we did the same shit but when we shot down one of our tumbling satellites and it was like oh it was a necessary oh, yeah, operation right. and this was going to be and it's like okay come on like it's either it's either it's either fucking stupid or it's not and you all just have to figure out it's not pre- it, it, how like it, this is one of those things like I'm not necessarily sympathetic to the Chinese government, but <laughs> how could you not how could you not look at you know us shooting down one of our own satellites right from another perspective and not see that as a potential provocation like especially if you're saying hey don't you dare fucking do this but watch us it, well it shows them we have the capability to do that and they want the capability exactly. as well but faux outrage i like that china's faux outrage i like that and you know who hates lindsey graham more than me china 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 he visited taiwan they held fucking war games around taiwan because of it lindsey graham is nothing he just went there to get some sweet, sweet Taiwanese tail, and we're we're and we're holding war games because of it. China. Everything, everything, everything that I've heard about Lindsey Graham is not that Lindsey Graham is looking for sweet, sweet Taiwanese tail. It's mm-hmm. that he, he'll show up wherever there's a free meal, supposedly. Yeah. Well, I, I'm like, I get you. I'm like, ah, oh, Lindsey Graham's that person <laughs> where it's like, if there's if there's a fucking potluck, he won't bring a dish, but he'll certainly eat yours, Lindsey. If you ever want to come to a potluck in Pensacola, I would be happy to host you. What I think is interesting is he comes here and he sits in the Senate and he has this very micro-focused view of, I need to support Trump. And what I want to know is when he got on the global stage and actually saw what was happening in Taiwan because of his rhetoric, because of the collective rhetoric of America first, everyone else last, he's in Taiwan seeing these war games, seeing China set to invade does he realize that democracy is really struggling because of what he's doing you know and i hope i hope that he sees the correlation between the words in the senate that he uses and the actions of dictators around the world i still think and and as much as i don't want to admit this i still think that if you had a republican party with an ounce of brain cells that actually functioned Mm -hmm. If they ran Mitt Romney and Liz Cheney, I would guarantee you, guarantee you, not only would so. they win the Republican election on that on that side, but they're so hated. But dude. they're hated. But they, but if but if this is who the Republican Party endorsed as their candidates, mm-hmm. not only would they win that side of things, but I guarantee you, from the left, you would see a bunch of people come over and vote for for romney and cheney you would see more on the left than the right i fear 
I honestly, I honestly think that you would see just an absolute fucking thrashing of of the party uh, of the Democratic Party because the real, the realistically, this is a shit show. They have not done well. No, no, nobody's doing well in this atmosphere. And you got to, re- you got to remember that Republicans are twenty percent of the population, and Republicans that support Donald Trump are sixteen percent of that. So it's not like mm-hmm. it's not like a majority. I mean, I keep hearing on the news 40% people support, 70% of the people support Trump. That's not true. That's not even 70% of Republicans. So you might be right. Mitt Romney might do it, but Republicans don't like Liz Cheney. And I don't know why she is acting like a Republican. And somebody oh, yeah. somebody made this interesting view that it was these legacy family Republicans that are standing up for Republican values. It's, it's, and that's interesting, right? Like Larry Hogan, Mitt Romney, Liz Cheney, these people with political families are actually the ones standing up for it. And I like, like Mitt Romney, like Mitt Romney and and Liz Cheney wouldn't challenge Roe versus Wade, but they certainly wouldn't support it either. Right. Um, and Mitt Romney and Liz Cheney, like Cheney voted, I, I want to say in the house, Cheney voted with Donald Trump more times than any other Republican. Well, 97% I remember of the time she voted against build back better. So she's still voting Republican values, you know? Absolutely. Like she is a Republican through and through. Uh-huh. There's no question about it. It's just that, you know, she's who I would consider one of the same Republicans and that it's like, she has conservative values. She just doesn't trust that guy. I, I, I'm the same way. Like I kept telling people, I just don't like him. It's not politically based. It's personally based. He's on he's he has no moral values. I'm not, yep. I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't hate Trump because he fucking made moves economically. Thank you for juicing the fucking economy in a time when I needed it juiced, but you're kind right. of a dick about it. And you told me to put bleach and UV light into my veins and you're an idiot. You know, like, like I said, <laughs> if, 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 if Trump's, if Trump's last two years in office were like his first two years in office, yeah. like if, if the, if the trade war wasn't started, yeah. if, if yes. he had actually had a decent response to COVID, yeah. Trump would have been reelected period. End of story. I I just, but he did so badly with all of that. He fucked over so many people. Yeah. But it's like Biden's build back better. He wanted to do everything in one swoop, you know, like I'm going to fix it all. And he took major chunks and that's not how things are fixed. You don't, you don't, you don't avoid an iceberg at the last second, right? It takes multiple steps to, to turn the U S economy. You can't just go suddenly we're, in a trade war with China and that's going to solve everything. It doesn't work that way. You know? <laughs> no, no. And, and, and it was really fucking dumb. It was really dumb. As dumb as the Democrats trying to do everything all at once. You know, God, this has been special. It's it like is. build back better. Like the idea that build back better had to be this giant fucking omnibus. Uh huh. Yeah. Like just shows a lack of fucking foresight. Yes. There were so many wins that you could do like infrastructure, like electrical infrastructure, Especially if you wrote it in such a way mm-hmm. that it would put people back to work in Detroit and yeah. uh, Michigan as a whole and Ohio, yep. you know, in Indiana, yep. like you could have absolutely done build back better in that regard and, and have it be like, and you still could, you still could. There is, like I said, there is no reason that the electric, the elect, or the motor city couldn't be the electric motor city. There's no reason why that couldn't be Detroit. It's going to be, There's isn't no- it? Like somebody, two major companies just started producing electric vehicles there or electric batteries there it's it's the renaissance it's going to be the electric motor city any day now and that's the thing is is that you know especially like and i would argue especially in this time where the more we look at energy diversification supplying mm-hmm. electricity to the grid and we realistic we got 10 percent of our, our our energy from russia and so realistically you know, we need to figure out ways to offset that 10%. And mm-hmm. realistically, if you can supply more electric vehicles, if you can supply more battery power to homes, yeah. if you can supply, 
any number of different uh, options, whether it's solar cells, whether it's wind turbines, whether it's large scale factories that yeah. produce these things, microchips, any number of things Gil, that could Gil, legitimately. Gil has a lawn care commercial that says, we got to fight high gas prices, go with electric. You know, like their, their whole series of lawnmowers and hedge trimmers is built on that. We need to get away yeah. from gas and that's skill. Like that's a man's man's company. We should be thinking. And we are, that's the thing is the same person that's buying a hybrid is still complaining that, you know, we're villainizing gas and oil, but they're switching. We're, we're moving. It's just whether you're going to kick it, kick and scream and slow it down or get on board and go with the change that we need. You know, fuck Saudi Arabia could turn on a, a, a spigot and solve the oil problems of the world. They're not right. Well, that's, well, I mean, then that's, and, and that's the thing is, is like, if the United States really thought about it, it's like, this is the way that you fight a cartel. You, yes. you create a supply right. that they either have to undercut. Right. How do you get off or drugs? Or they get left behind. Stop doing the drugs. Yeah. <laughs> how, do you, how do you put a dealer out of business? Stop buying his product. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Totally get it. So. I love that. Yeah. Um, so let's see. I want to. Oh, man. Jeffrey, we're running out of time. I want to bring this up because nobody else is covering it this way. Elon Musk, we talked about last week, had a got a majority share in Twitter and now um, he wants to do a forced takeover and there's this poison pill that Twitter's doing. I think he bought a majority share in Twitter and he's trying to jack up the prices of the shares by saying he's doing a hostile takeover, but I know he has no plans to actually do that, you know, but people aren't discussing it as stock manipulation. They're like, Oh no, we, it's a freedom of speech thing. It's not, it's stock manipulation to me. Is it? Ooh, right, um, what a way to end the show, right? That's a, yeah. You really want, I I think it's I I think it's one one part stock manipulation, one part troll. I think it's a lot of troll, but is it trolling for stock manipulation or freedom of speech? I think Elon Musk, the, ah. which is which is really I mean to me it's really funny because Twitter actually tends to lean more conservative in terms of things available you uh -huh. know like the voices that are on on there yeah, yeah but at the same time too i think the issue at hand is is that most people don't tend to recognize what freedom of speech in the online realm looks like right you know it, it's it's really uh well it's weird it's uh, you you'll say something like happy birthday and somebody will be like i hate you <laughs> like somebody tweeted some florida account tweeted happy easter and i was like sorry easter is attached to rainbows rainbows are attached to the lgbtia your tweet is available to all ages i think i'm gonna have to tell the governor on you <laughs> <laughs> and that's the way twitter is there's no middle ground there's no compromise there's no discussion you know there's no right. there's no uh rationalizing there's just anger as much anger as you can throw at a tweet as possible. <laughs> right. So it's, it's one of those things mm -hmm. like it's, there's so much bullshit. Yeah. Somebody, somebody asked just... what, what would, what would you do if Elon uh, bought Twitter? And I was like, if it turned gross, I'd leave, <laughs> you know, that's my right to do. That's why I left, um, or Facebook or then there's me who does not have, like I've got a Twitter account that I never use. I never asked you for it. I never wanted it. I, I literally like, I don't use it at all. And so it's like, so yeah. I, and, and this is the, the thing was is that I got it for, for trying to do some research, mm. uh, uh, quite a few years ago. And yeah, it really, I've, I've never used it. So like literally they could be like, yeah, we're just going to start deleting these accounts. And I'd be like, yep. Okay. Bye, thank you. It doesn't, yeah, it doesn't bother me if, you know, I don't make the cut. <laughs> and I, I think, I think that's one of the, like, one of the biggest things though, is, is that people don't understand the difference between bullying online uh -huh. and their quote unquote upholding, you know, quote unquote Christian values. Right. Which, uh, it's one thing to be attacked for something you do. It's another thing to seek out something to attack, you know? Exactly. 
and that's and that's just it is is that you know people go combing through this uh-huh. stuff they're looking for any reason to like you know because they're feeling tough behind a keyboard yet yep. there's another there's that that within that group of people they wouldn't say jack fucking shit in real life that's right that's right and you know what and that's the thing is is that you know the reason i hold the set of values that i do is i believe in leave people the fuck alone it's you yeah you you literally you literally go out of your way to spend time and energy attacking somebody else yep. or saying something that literally isn't going to change anything right. you're trying to win fake internet points that's right that do absolutely nothing there is nothing that you're going to do at the end of the day with with all of those likes and retweets that you might get right that's going to do anything physically financially <laughs> for you in fact i would argue that depending on what you write you might actually find it very difficult to get a job because they go through that shit yeah that's hilarious i had a thought and then i lost it that's so funny to me thank you do you have any just the tips before we take off oh just the tip just the tip. Mm-hmm. you know i had a really good one earlier this week and i totally forgot to write it down that's fine with me we got plenty of um here we go uh i've got some really hilarious and bad ones just the tip uh any picture of batman as an adult is a family photo okay (laughs) because his parents are dead (laughs) um that's funny eating popcorn is just swallowing a bunch of busted nuts yeah i like that one (laughs) (laughs) so um i would say like because my week was an absolute shit show um my just the tip would be make sure you're evaluating your job what you're doing and not going crazy like we all go through tough times at work um like that that happens like we're all going to have weeks where it's just like holy shit this is way too much but it shouldn't be that week way every week or every month like like especially like in project world like you'll get projects that are just absolutely balls to the walls for for a couple of months uh-huh. straight but if you but if it's if it's like that all the time make sure you're not understaffed make sure that yeah. you're not you know just being taken advantage of because it you can only hold that up for so long before you just break and then not only are you not going to be able to do your job but you know you run the risk of losing the job that you have because you're just completely exhausted if work so, is what you do it's not who you are exactly so make sure that you know you're checking in with yourself on your job and understanding that if things are crazy they're they might be crazy because of a project but if it's crazy all the time then you need to take a look at what you're doing and figure out if you know this is too much for you perfect i'll just say my just the tip is uh, you need to pay attention more to what your kids are doing online facebook has this dirty little pervy uncle called instagram and if your child's under 13, they're not supposed to be on there. And I just want to say there is some very disturbing stuff on Instagram involving very small children. And you need to monitor that. You need to, you need to know what your kid is dressing like when they're doing these little dances and videos. You need to pay more attention to your kids because there's a lot of gross people out there. Sorry. You know, sorry. It's just, was, gross yeah, I just the, it's, I don't trust Instagram the, and Facebook to begin with. And to, to let my child just alone with them disturbs me, you know, you know, I would say, here you go. Uh, just the tip parents stop giving your kids access to things just to get them to shut up. Yes. Like Thank my you. kids, my kids have access to things because I have taken the time to review it. Mm-hmm. I have taken the time to talk to my spouse about it. And I have taken the time to talk to my kids about what they are and are not allowed to do on these sites. And that conversation changes as they get older. Yeah. Because eventually they're going to be, uh, they're going to be adults. They're going to be able to do this stuff. And I can either set them up for failure later, Mm -hmm. or I can set them up for success now. 
And being an involved parent, not a hover parent, an involved parent, helps them, you know, understand what the choices are, help them make choices that are good for them to establish good processes, Mm -hmm. and let them be adults that want to come to you later and say, hey, I'm thinking about doing something. What do you think? Because they're looking for information, they're looking for guidance, and they're looking because you have set them up for success so far, so they don't have any reason to think that you wouldn't do the same again. Yeah, they're going to ask the questions. It's just, are they going to ask Jeffrey or are they going to ask the stranger on the internet? And if the question is, am I beautiful? Am I worthwhile? Yeah, you don't want a stranger answering that question for your little girl. You want to you wanna be there. And you can't do that if they're if they're getting these uh, just monitor your kids social stuff please (laughs) i don't want my nieces and nephews to to fall prey to a predator because you didn't want to pay attention to them more that's it and also make sure you tell your kids about what sites to avoid so they don't find your online sex tapes oh yeah That would be the <laughs> that's I, I feel sorry for this generation because yeah. I, I know damn good and well that there's going to be a bunch of them that they're going to be like mom yeah but they're, they're all vanilla sex so they're all just going to get judged for that <laughs> thank you for listening to public access america i love you happy easter no this is thursday so nope bye we will defeat you this is our moment this is our time to those Yes, we can. And to all those who have wondered if America's beacon still burns as bright, tonight we prove once more that the true strength of our nation comes not from the might of our arms or the scale of our wealth, but from the enduring power of our ideals, democracy, liberty, opportunity, and unyielding hope. Let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbow. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will We can. What your country can do for you. I have a dream. Ask what you can do for your country. I, poor little children. Yes, we can. One day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. I don't have to tell you things are bad. Everybody knows things are bad. It's a depression. In this lifetime, you don't have to prove nothing to nobody except yourself. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Welcome, welcome to Public, public Access, Access America. America. Yes, we can. Sunday live streams on YouTube. I wanted to run out of that tunnel for my dad. On Twitter. On Twitter. Apple Podcasts, Podcast, Stitcher, Smart, Stitcher Radio, Smart Radio, 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 Public, and Spotify. Yes, we can. Public Access Public America. Access history, America. In history in the making. Making history in the making. In the making.